0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Some Pharisees approached Jesus and asked, Is it against the law for a man to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He answered them, What did Moses command you? Moses allowed us, they said to draw up a writ of dismissal, and so to divorce. Then Jesus said to them, It was because you were so unteachable that he wrote this command for you. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. This is why a man must leave father and mother, and the two become one body. They are no longer two, therefore, but one body. So then what God has united man must not divide. But in the house the disciples questioned him again about this, and he said to them, The man who divorces his wife and marries another is guilty of adultery against her. And if a woman divorces a husband and marries another, she is guilty of adultery too. People were bringing little children to him for him to touch them. The disciples turned them away but when Jesus saw this he was indignant and said to them let the little children come to me do not stop them for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs I tell you solemnly anyone who does not welcome the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it then he put his arms round them laid his hands on them gave them His blessing, the Gospel of the Lord.
1: My word is my bond. This has been the motto of the London Stock Exchange for the past 200 years. My word is my bond. When bargains and deals are made without the exchange of documents or written pledges, this motto is used. Two parties verbally agree, they shake hands on it, and the business agreement is accomplished. Both parties take each other's words seriously, and therefore both parties are faithful or loyal to each other and the commitment of the promises they made. Trust, loyalty, and faithfulness are foundational and central to any relationship, whether, between, whether it's between business partners, between spouses, among brothers and sisters, and among friends. Fidelity is built upon trust, without which no relationship can be formed or last. Fidelity is also important in terms of our relationship with God. The scripture uses the term covenants that describes this special relationship between God and humanity and humanity and God. We see many examples of these covenants in the Old Testament with Abraham, with Noah, with Moses and Aaron and David. It's mutual. It's two parties. On the one side, God promises his blessing to watch over us to protect his people. And on our side, in return, we are asked to be faithful to the commandments of loving God and our neighbor and to give God praise and thanksgiving for all that he has done for us. It's a pact. It's mutual. God invites us to form a relationship with him, and we in turn accept it in faith and trust. God is ever faithful to us, and we are asked to be faithful to him. Fidelity, therefore, is the heart of the relationship between us and God. And what does this fidelity mean? It means being faithful, being loyal, being exclusive to God and to those people that we're in relationship with. Fidelity is, therefore, the important key to understand today's scriptures. Marriage is a sign or an image that reflects God's fidelity with us and that we ought to have with him. The first reading from the book of Genesis speaks of a couple becoming one body. There is equality, there's neutrality of the couple in supporting each other in being faithful and loyal to each other. The basic building blocks to any relationship or marriage. We hear in the account of the Gospels, and it might be very easy to get caught up with the debate and the questions that the Pharisees are posing Jesus, however the essence or the root of the discussion is that Jesus is moving the conversation to a deeper level, one of what is fidelity. Yes, it is important to consider that being human entails that we are frail or weak. We are wounded, and we all have scars that we carry. Human nature has its limitations and its weaknesses. As you know, it's very easy to be selfish at times, to be prideful, to be greedy, or to be controlling or domineering over others. And this sadly affects our relationship with God and with each other. Trust and loyalty and faithfulness can quickly and easily become distrust dishonesty, disloyalty, and unfaithfulness. The breach of fidelity happens. Bridges are sadly burnt. Hurt and suffering will certainly set in. However, God, being ever faithful, desiring a relationship with us, keeps reaching out to us and desiring a restoration of fidelity. We must be open like the little child in today's gospel, to the kingdom of God which consists of fidelity and to share this fidelity with each other in our day-to-day lives and even though we might not be faithful to God God is always faithful to us and is merciful in granting forgiveness to us through the death and resurrection of Jesus we are liberated and the bond of fidelity is restored A great means of restoring our fidelity with God and with each other is through the frequent celebration of the sacrament of reconciliation or confession. In this sacred special space, we acknowledge our brokenness, our woundedness, and the times we didn't fully love God and our neighbor in our thoughts, words, and deeds. God pours out his mercy and gives us his healing grace to strengthen our fidelity with him and with each other. The Eucharist which we're now about to celebrate is the banquet of communion in the new and everlasting covenant between God and us. Through participating in this sacrifice, we renew this covenant of God's love for us. So as we approach Holy Communion today, let us renew our fidelity in knowing, loving, and serving God with all our heart, and to spread this fidelity in our relationship with others.